You're listening to the Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. This podcast is strictly for informational purposes only. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast. As always, I am your host, Ebony May, and it's Wednesday, which means that it is a solo episode. And today I'm going to be leading on from my last solo episode, which was last Wednesday, and we're going to be talking all about sleep, reducing stress so that we are able to sleep better. Talking about the SNS and the PSNS. Don't worry if that doesn't make sense to you. I'm going to rehash what we did last week as well. Before we get started into the real recap, I do want to ask a favor. This is season three of the podcast. I have been doing it for two years. I'm actually recording on Monday, which today is the second birthday for the podcast. I appreciate so much all of the support that I have received for the podcast. Honestly means the world. But please, it would help so much if you were able to leave a rating or review, take a screenshot of this and share it in your stories. I would actually love it so much. I will share it for you on both of my Instagrams and yeah, it would just mean the world. So tag the Real Health Podcast at Real Health Podcast and me at Ebony May Health and I'll repost you and we can spread the Real Health Pod so more people can listen and join the Real Health family. So yes, now let's get into the real recap. So this week, I am now back in Geelong. I started seeing my clients. It's been really good. My best friend actually moved to Geelong as well recently. So we've been able to hang out. We got an acai bowl yesterday. I did a bunch of meal prep yesterday, which was really enjoyable. I did, oh no, two days ago. Two days ago, I did a bunch of meal prep. That was really good, except now a microwave is broken. For some unknown reason, I can't fix it. I just got back and it was broken. So I will need to get onto that. But I've just been reheating on the stove. Made some delicious beans and pesto pasta. It's really, really nice. Yeah, that's been my week. It's always about food, but there we go. Let's get into the episode. As I said, this week is a lead on from last week's episode about stress. So I do highly recommend that you listen to that episode, but here is a quick little summary if you don't want to go back and listen to it right now. So we talked about stress symptoms, sort of increasing our heart rate, increased blood pressure. We talked about how these are all part of the fight or flight process, response, and these things happen for us to be able to fight or flee a perceived stress. We touched on where stress actually comes from, which is our autonomic nervous system. And this breaks into two branches. We have our PSNS and our SNS, which stands for parasympathetic nervous system and sympathetic nervous system. And I also talked about how in the day-to-day now, in today's modern world, we experience stress in a completely different way to the way that we used to. We experience more stress than ever before and we spend a dangerous amount of time stimulating our SNS, our sympathetic nervous system. And we experience this chronic stress because our bodies don't know the difference between our often demanding and busy lives and getting a stressful email or something like that and being hunted down by a vicious animal. It cannot tell the difference. It preps you to be able to fight or flee from this threat the same way. So this consequently means that we have less stimulation of our PSNS and thus reduced ability to rest and digest. So the SNS is known for the fight or flight response. The parasympathetic nervous system is known for the rest and digest. So that pretty much what all of that means is that we're spending a lot of time in our SNS. 
if we don't inhibit our SNS and stimulate our PSNS, we're at increased risk of a whole host of lifestyle-related diseases and issues that are correlated directly with chronic stress. Today, I'm going to be following on, as I said, and talking about sleep and how we can inhibit our SNS and stimulate our PSNS. So as I said, our parasympathetic nervous system is known for rest and digest, and obviously sleep is part of resting. So we want to get into that now. So a big part of this, as I said, is inhibiting the SNS. So here are some things that we can do at night time to inhibit our SNS. So first one I want to talk about is, I know that this is hard in this modern day world, but if possible, not bringing work and email and to-do lists into the bedroom at night. The goal here is to create a sleep sanctuary. So putting a knockoff time into place can really help reduce the stress of work when you really want to be inhibiting that SNS. Another thing that you could do at night time is avoid high intensity workouts. What happens when you do a really high intensity workout? Your liver releases some glucose to go around your body to give you energy, your heart rate increases, your blood pressure increases. This is all things to indicate to your body that you're in a stressful situation, that you need to either fight or flee a threat. So what it's doing is putting you in your SNS. So if you finish work and then you do this really, really high intensity hit session, then you're probably going to be in your SNS for a while until that comes down. So that can really inhibit your sleep and inhibit you being in your PSNS. Because as we know, as we talked about last week, you cannot be in your SNS stimulating that and stimulating your PSNS at the same time. It's like a seesaw, which I just spoke about last week as well. So if your SNS is up in the air, it means your PSNS is down the ground. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about in regards to inhibiting your SNS is to consume consciously, especially at nighttime. So things like scary movies or listening to really loud music or stressful content or really intense news, these are all things that can actually stimulate your SNS. So you know when you're watching a scary movie and you're getting really into it and they're, I don't know, they're going into a door into a building, you don't want them to go into the building because obviously something bad's going to happen and you're screaming, don't open the door, oh my goodness, you're on the edge of the seat and you're like sweating a little bit and your heart's pumping, you're in SNS, your body thinks that you're in danger, it's perceiving what you're watching as something that's actually happening to you. So it's important to consume consciously at night time, especially. So moving on to the opposite of that, stimulating the PSNS. So it's all good and well to inhibit your SNS, but we want to try and increase the time spent in our PSNS. So slow, deep breaths have been proven to improve and increase your PSNS. Meditation, yoga, and nature. All of these things are really, really good. So now I'm going to go into four things that have really improved my sleep. So firstly, just to listen, we have limiting light, white noise, reading before bed, and lavender oil. So I'm going to talk to you about why these things do help and it might make a little bit more sense. So first thing, limiting light. I don't just mean blue light. We hear a lot about blue light. It's really important to limit your blue light so you can have blue light blocking glasses. I'm actually going to get a film to go over my laptop and my phone. So I'm going to be getting like the double blue light blocking with my glasses and those. That's really important, but also other lights as well. So while you're preparing for bed, instead of having the normal light on, perhaps just have a low light lamp. You want those yellow lights instead of the white or blue lights. Even if you're getting ready to go to bed in the bathroom, if you just have the hallway light on or if you bring a lamp into the bathroom, just so it's not as intense, you're reducing that light. So the reason you want to focus on limiting light is because when we wake up in the morning, one of the reasons we wake up is because we have a decrease in the hormone melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that's really important for sleep regulation. We have higher levels at nighttime, and this is because it helps us get to sleep. But obviously in the caveman days, when we would get up in the morning, we just got up when the sun, sun was rising. So as soon as we experience that light, it will decrease our melatonin levels. So if right before bed, you're in a bright room with your laptop and your phone, 
your melatonin levels are not going to be very high and it's going to prevent you from getting to sleep. So as I said, next one, white noise. This works by masking the other sounds around you to protect your sleep and it helps you to fall asleep faster. This has been a game changer for me. I get to sleep faster. I never, I play it for an hour. I never hear it finish. It helps me to get into a deep sleep and wake up less during the night. So reading before bed, this is really, really good because it reduces our stress and anything that reduces our stress, we know that that's inhibiting our SNS. And Sleep Council said that 39% of the people who are in the habit of reading before bed said that they go to sleep faster and sleep very, very well. Also much better than being on your phone before bed because you're avoiding that blue light. So if you can read for an hour and not touch your phone and be in a low light room, then that's really, really great because you are avoiding light. Next one is lavender oil. And this is a natural anti-anxiety. It interacts with the neurotransmitter GABA to help quieten and calm the brain and your nervous system. The last thing that I want to talk about is how important in nighttime routine Routine, how beneficial a nighttime routine can be. It can be really helpful because you're giving your body cues. And what I mean by this is we build habits and we make connections within our brain because it makes living easier. And kind of like classical conditioning as well. We know that um, the Pavlov experiment when he would ring a bell and then because that happened so many times, they would ring the bell and then feed the dogs. The dogs would salivate at the sound of the bell. It's kind of like that. So if you know, if there are certain things like putting on your diffuser or putting on white noise um, or, you know, reading before bed, if you can create a little routine, it's going to help your body and classical condition your body into being ready for sleep. The things that I've just mentioned in terms of limiting light, white noise, reading and lavender they are my routine. So when I'm going upstairs, I make sure to put my lavender oil in my diffuser. I also rub it between my palms and just take a few deep breaths because deep breathing, again, as I said, really stimulates the PSNS. I then make sure that my room's already for bed. I close my blind and I make sure that there's no blinking lights. And I also do sleep with a eye mask with even a little bit of light can decrease your melatonin levels. Even if you're already asleep, light can actually decrease your value of sleep, which I found through a bit of research and that I found that really, really fascinating. But before I put that on, I just have my light on and my lamp and it's a really, really yellow tone and it's very, it's quite dim, obviously enough to read under. And then, yeah, I turn my phone on airplane mode and I leave that. I read for maybe half an hour and then I put on my white noise and turn off the lamp and go to sleep. And it definitely has improved my sleep so so much and I'm the type of person who would wake up every single night multiple times through the night and the first time that I did all of these things I slept all the way through the night and just felt amazing so it's definitely helped me okay well that was just kind of a short episode I really hope that you enjoyed it and if you haven't listened to last week's episode then I would definitely go into that I pretty much explained to you guys what the stress response is what happens in our body when we're stressed because I think that is a term that we throw around we don't actually know what it means so I definitely did a deep dive on that so go and check that one out that was last Wednesday's episode but thank you so much for listening and as I said at the start it really really helps me out when you guys leave a rating review or even a share so i really really hope you guys enjoy the episode and that you take a little screenshot now and post it to your stories tagging at the real health podcast and tagging at ebony may health until the next episode i wish you happiness and real health